This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld it's what? not Friday yet. <laughs> it's not Friday yet, but Fuck. it's like it's like it's like podcast Friday because we don't do Friday episodes anymore. So it's like <laughs> podcast. Oh yeah, but the last time you get to hear us this week. <laughs> oh, that is sad. But you know what? Is it? I don't know if it's sad. I mean, we still do three episodes. No, it's you know it's sad for the people that won't hear us Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like that's a long three days, you know, of not hearing these voices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel really horrible. <laughs> no, uh, we have a lot to talk about today, so let's just get right into it. We have Beverly Hills and Family Karma, and of course, this was the episode of Beverly Hills that everyone was waiting for. We finally got, you know, we got to see not necessarily exactly what happened with Erica's divorce, but what she has decided to share with us that happened. I. And- was emotional last night. Like, I mean, as emotional as I get. It wasn't emotional, but... I will say, I don't know how much... Of the story that she's telling us, I don't know how much to believe at face value, but I was... She did, like... She was a little more detailed than I expected her to be, I would say. Well, because here's the thing. I think she said everything she was able to say, if you know what I'm saying. Like, she... The thing she was saying about their marriage is everything we've actually seen before on episodes. Like when Tom, Tom is a lot more old school than her and like the way he talks down to her and whatever. So the way now that she's come to the realization and she's more vocal about it, like it's, it is kind of heartbreaking to be like, just pushed to the side like that. And remember like a long time ago, we talked about, I was always rooting for this marriage. Cause I was like, you know what? They have been together a really long time. Like it's real. But after a while, Erica's probably like, you know what? I'm not a piece of meat. Yeah. Okay. So like, I hate to be like this cynical one in this situation, but just to like devil's advocate a little bit. Go. So like the, yes, everything you're saying is like true. If you (laughs) believe everything that Erica said on the episode last night, Mm -hmm. but the flip side of that is like, if this was some sort of, you know, like sham divorce, some sort of collusion to try and do stuff with the money as has been sort of, suggested that it could be like Erica might just be you know saying the story about how she dropped Tom off at work and you know said I love you and he said okay and you know I like I don't necessarily think that is a lie but I also don't feel 100% confident that it's the truth 
And I agree with you because she knows at this point, I don't think, again, we talked about the documentary that came out. I don't think she knew what was happening, but while we were watching the episode last night at that point in their lives, I think she knew the lawsuit was happening with Tom and we didn't. So I think she was getting out in time because of also the things she was saying, like he has a lot of challenges. Oh, it's going to come to me. Like she knows what's coming. It definitely did come across. Like she thought from like kind of the illusions she was making last night, like she knew that stuff was coming for Tom, but didn't really think it would necessarily affect her and obviously like as of right now she hasn't been like charged with any crimes or anything but like she definitely is still involved in all of these things like even even if she's not necessarily like the one that's in trouble like she still was you know living off of this money for the last however many years and so I feel like it's it's like okay so you might have felt a certain type of way in the relationship, but we we obviously have not gotten to, you know, sort of the extra layers of it. And so right now, all the women are just kind of like, oh, like the divorce. Yeah. And you know what? So she moved out into her own place and she did it like so she said secretively. But you know what is kind of scary? Like this isn't a typical relationship. You can just pack up and go. He's a very powerful person like in his. um yeah in his field and also like you've been together that long. Did you think that you just leaving and not leaving a note and whatever would be like the best? I don't know. Especially since she said she thought about it for so long. Like that was, that was part of it too. Cause like, cause okay. You're talking about, you know, scary lawyer, man. That's your husband. Like, wouldn't that be more likely to make him feel angry and like vindictive? Cause like if he's already the one with the power, I mean, obviously there's no like correct way to leave your husband of 20 years, but like, I don't know. It was, it, it was a lot. And when she was, um, when she was, when she said that she filed on election day, cause she thought it would get buried. I'm like, Oh girl, girl, like, do you, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I believe that that was kind of her thought process, but it's like, do you know how many Bravo Instagram accounts there are that literally she, live for this type of shit? Like, uh, yeah, I know. I think she didn't think about that factor, but she just seemed very, very, very vulnerable in last night's episode. And like, regardless of what is true. And like, if we find out things she said, weren't like, I don't know. It just seemed, it seemed sad to watch like, all of those emotions with her and her storytelling. And I don't know. And it is always crazy. Like you said before, like with anything in the world, you don't know the truth. We don't, we never will with anything. There's always three sides to a story. And we only heard one last night. So. Right. And, and like, we're not going to hear Tom's side of the story on the show. We will try to get him on this podcast. Will we? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i'm not sending that email so i mean if you want to reach out in writing no i don't want anything I don't, writing. no i don't think uh i don't think mr girardi is doing press appearances <laughs> right now but um imagine oh best my of God. luck okay we erica's you know divorce problems were not the only thing that happened this episode i actually thought this was a fantastic episode last week i feel like was a little bit of a lull we got back from Tahoe and we're kind of like regrouping and this week I felt like really picked it back up because we got Sutton and Crystal's you know whole kerfuffle into it's into a new phase what is that word like they're they're issues with each other they're like 
That's a fun word. They're beef. Um, so I feel like in this relationship, I feel like Tahoe was kind of like act one. Like they had their issue. It kind of came to a head with, you know, Sutton going into the room and, you know, they kind of left it where they left it. And then this week I felt like was like act two because it was like, okay, we're back from Tahoe. We know Sutton knows that Crystal has been talking about it because Kyle brings it up when they go to get Sutton a mammogram, which I loved that they left that scene in, by the way, because it is important to go get, you know, mammograms. And I always like when they're like with Dolores, how they were including that. I like when they put that on the show. Yeah, but they did that scene in such a different way. Like it made me like Sutton even less than I already do, because listen, you know, you're no one is forced to get a mammogram. You can do it ever you want. But for her reasonings, though, she said she didn't want to tell Kyle. And I thought what we all thought that why she wasn't going to want to tell Kyle because Kyle's mother passed of breast cancer. So she was close to that. She didn't want to tell Kyle because Kyle's annoying, she said. And I was like, wait, are you serious, Sutton? And then she she almost made it seem my perspective was that she was too good to get a mammogram. She's like, I can't believe I let that machine squeeze my I'm like, babe, do you know what this is for? I'm so I don't throw no, I don't I that's not how I interpret it at all. I think it, I think she just has anxiety about going no, to the doctor i think she's beyond yeah she said that but i don't think that's what i think she's so beyond obnoxious at this point that i'm okay, kind of well, i disagree but um <laughs> anyway at the mammogram appointment kyle is saying that you know dorit was hearing from crystal about this stuff that happened in tahoe and you know i know you're not the biggest fan of sutton but i do feel like she and crystal had agreed that they were going to kind of be done with it and not talk behind each other's backs. And I do think in this instance, Sutton really was like done with it. And we see in the like foot, they roll the footage later. Crystal, Crystal was talking about it to everyone. Like she clearly wasn't over it. And she says that, you know, like, Oh, well I only brought it up when other people asked me about it. And it's like, nobody was asking you about like, Hey, did Sutton walk in on you naked? Like, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the way in the footage didn't look good for Crystal, like she was gossiping with the girls. But at that same point, the way Sutton brought it back up to the ladies was also like (laughs) really bizarre and weird. Like usually someone would be like, all right, guys, like we're just not going to talk about this anymore. But she, of course, was like, we have an announcement to make. And then they got into it again. And it's like, it, and right, that like, is where it's, I'm with Crystal, where Crystal's like, you're, ve-. Garcelle is always like, she's not creepy. She's a little odd, but she's not creepy because Garcelle knows so much. Yeah. She's like, Sutton is just like, she's not, um, she's not there yet, but it, it's just her behavior is weird. It is. It's, it's bizarre. She's, I don't know. she's just awkward. I feel like we've all had that moment where you're at somebody's wedding and you're looking around the food, the venue, the music, the overall vibe. And you're making like that mental checklist of if I were planning a wedding right now, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. What would I want to copy from this? What would I want to change? What would I want to tweak? Well, I've been a part of my fair share of weddings over the years, and I know just how stressful the process can be. You go from that newly engaged bliss to overwhelmed by invitation paper and flower colors in the blink of an eye. But using Zola helps with wedding planning from 
start to finish and makes every decision easier so you can stay in your bliss. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake, Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and even maybe enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Zola helps couples plan the wedding they really want. With tons of unique features and personalized recommendations based on a couple's preferences, every Zola wedding is as unique as the couple planning it. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. So at Crystal's dumpling party, like, the the conversation with Sutton was awkward to begin with. You know, they clearly sort of, it seemed like they were going to kind of agree to disagree. Crystal's like, I wasn't gossiping about you. And Sutton's like, well, I mean, okay. So when they're back with the group, Sutton's like, well, you know, we talked and we have a little announcement. And it's, it, it is very weird to kind of announce that you've talked through your issues with someone, especially when it's like, okay, you've talked through your issues, but it's not like you're like besties now. The, like we have Kyle and Dorit who did talk through their issues and clearly just kind of decided that, okay, we're not going to, this little storyline isn't going to happen anymore. Right. I like it. It really felt like they were kind of like, okay, like now that Erica stuff is happening, like we can just not pretend to be feuding. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and also they like are best friends though. So it right. is different. So it's like with, with them, when they're like done with their little issue, it's like, okay, they're done with the issue. Whereas with Sutton and Crystal, it's like, I don't actually think you guys are like good enough to a point where you can be like, discussing with the group how you hashed out these issues because you didn't really hash out the issues you just like agreed to stop talking about it yeah and i'm watching happens live last night crystal actually said that she talks to sutton frequently so i don't know what that i don't know how i took that because it's like i think they're okay i think they're cordial i don't think they're like friends but for this i'm 100 team like crystal so i don't usually do teams but with this i'm team crystal so like if crystal is okay with sutton then so am i because <laughs> sutton it's just like i feel like Sutton going out when they both like ended it and sat there. I feel like that was a very calculated move of Sutton. And I I think that she was like, I don't know what her point was to do that, but even Crystal was like, we're done. All right. I'm not talking about it anymore. Like you again, just brought it up and not to mention they were at Crystal's home. So it's very imagine Sutton, someone doing that to Sutton if they were at Sutton's house. Oh, hell no. You know, at Sutton's house, all we're, all we're doing is, you know, Kyle doing her impression of Kathy's shorthand and getting dessert with our name on it. And I was dying when (laughs) Kathy requested that they have the caviar at the table, because, you know, if it sits for even a minute, it gets gluey. And I'm like, that is like beyond a first world problem that you don't want your caviar to get gluey. I mean, yeah. And also, yeah, Kyle, I can listen to Kyle impersonate Kathy all day long. It's like, and I have to say that I not as bad as Kathy, but I definitely do that. I I think everyone knows what I'm talking about at all times. Oh my God. Let's do the rest of the episode like that. Okay. So so last night, last night I was watching that, you know, yeah. um, And then you, they go to, that place, yeah. No, I get, yeah. And then you know they're having a party because it's um, the theme of the party is mm-hmm. right. No, that was yeah. It was and like then, it's like you had a. It's like it was so fun and especially when we went to do that. You know when we did that, it was oh, it was right. like, so you know. 
Kyle, Kyle is very good at that though. Like you can, I mean, they've spent their whole lives together uh, aside from when they, you know, weren't on speaking terms and <laughs> clearly Kyle knows like all of her mannerisms down to a T and it's like very fun to watch her kind of like do that. I, I love when <laughs> Kathy was like, I've never like snapped and, and ha- I have, I, and Kyle's like, like in our whole lives. Yeah. Kat, like you have it, in general. Yeah. Maybe not like today, but there, she, <laughs> this, she's a good add on. Let me, let me tell you, you know, you know what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> I do have to say, I feel like Erica's rental is really nice. And I think okay. it's like, it's yes. going to be frustrating. Like, obviously I know it is a downgrade from where she has been living, but it's going to be frustrating if for the rest of the season, we have to speak about this home in like a, Oh, poor Erica. It's like, she lives she in still a 2,000 has- square foot home. Alone. Home. Yes. She still has a room designated as her shoe palace. Like- Wait, they did the the side by side and it was like 13 bedrooms. This is two bedrooms, like 12 baths. This is two. I was like, oh, my apartment's like 700 square feet. And my I can I can get up and literally like enter the bathroom from my apartment. Also, like- that her car downgrade was from a Lamborghini to a Range Rover. I'm like... <laughs> Get I mean, like a you're used right. get, get like a used Honda Civic and then it complain to downgrade, me. Like, downgrade, but but it's it's so funny because I always think of those things like, wow, a two bedroom. I'm like, you could have had a one bedroom, or like you could have done like a condo. I don't know. There's always there's be in even a fucking studio apartment. Yes, like, exactly. I don't know. Like obviously, we don't know all of the particulars of like Erica's finances, whatever. But like if she literally doesn't have money, then like that is still a very nice house to be living in for somebody who can't afford it. Like, yeah, I know we forget, like she's also getting a paycheck otherwise from top, like she's on this show and she also has other like things going on. She's doing her, she's doing her Savage X Fenty Instagram ads. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean like, I don't think Erica is like necessarily like technically broke, but she clearly can't like afford a $40,000 a month glam lifestyle. So we'll, well see some, where that Some of out. us can. So that's why. Who? Um, me. Oh. <laughs> God, Dylan. I'm like, Don't. nobody on this podcast. Um, okay. Let's, let's talk about family karma. Um, this episode, I, th- I thought it was really nice. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm enjoying it. It was, it, no, it was really, it was just, we were show, this episode was kind of just like, filling in the blanks for us and seeing where everyone has landed and what's that what's going on. It, I wouldn't, I don't want to call it. Cause I don't, we definitely know what's a filler episode. I feel like this wasn't exactly a filler episode, no. but it wasn't on the more exciting. Um, I do think side, honestly, like the second, ep- like two, we didn't get to talk about last week's episode, but two weeks ago when we had the, the auntie happy hour, um, I feel like that was kind of like such a, such an exciting moment when, you know, when Reshma left the happy hour. And I feel like the last couple episodes have sort of been more like playing catch up. And yeah. I did, I really appreciated this week that we actually got closure on the stuff with Vishal and Dylan, because I, I thought that was like a good conflict to start the season, but I didn't need it to be drawn out for like 12 episodes. And so but, I'm glad that yeah. Vishal, I mean, like, to be honest, if I was Vishal, I wouldn't have been that excited about apologizing because I don't think Dylan really did give him a sincere apology before when he was like, I'm sorry, it's not a sincere apology to be like, oh, like 
sorry, I didn't realize you still were so was, sensitive about your sexuality. Apo- yeah, it was a housewife apology. He's like, I'm sorry saying you feel like, that way. Right. Saying like, I'm I'm sorry, I didn't know you were sensitive is not the same as like actually apologizing for what you said. To be honest, I really appreciated when um, Dylan and Emery went to lunch because he explained nice. to Dylan why like what he said was was wrong, you know, and he mm-hmm. said like, what if someone really is questioning their sexuality and like you outed them? Like, that's not joking. That's actually really not. And I feel like Dylan kind of needed that um, to hear that from someone else. And that I feel totally. like at the Halloween party is what made that conversation with um, Vishal and Dylan. So good. Like that was yeah, exactly what like they both needed. The conversation with Dylan and Omri, I really liked because I feel like they both sort of gained something from it because mm-hmm. like you were saying, Dylan sort of had the understanding of like why it could be, more problematic but then with what Vishal had like threatened Dylan like I feel like he sort of explained to Omri like why that was more triggering to him because of past experiences he's had with like violence and homophobia and stuff so I think like that was actually it was actually like a really productive lunch or whatever to kind of get them on the same page and then also for Omri to sort of go to Vishal and be like hey like Nobody needs to be like super mad here. Just like say you're sorry or don't even say you're sorry. Say like my the bad. S- don't say the <laughs> S word as you said. Honestly, I, I liked that. <laughs> Have you ever gone to a Halloween party where every single guest um wore an angel or a devil costume? Like every single one? Yeah, it's interesting to have a Halloween party that also has a theme on top of that. Like a house, the housewarming you mean? Oh, no, but it was a Halloween party that was angels yeah. and demons themed. Oh, uh, did I miss that part I, where yeah, I was? They, okay. They said it, but it's like, okay, so you're having a housewarming Halloween party where there's like a specific theme beyond just were, costumes. Were you not going to think it's weird that I thought everyone just showed up in angel? I was like, wow, what a weird fucking coincidence. There was a theme. I didn't hear that. You're like, you're like damn, we didn't even get like one witch costume. <laughs> No sexy cats. No, I, but it's like normally when you say Halloween, it's like you just dress in any kind of costume. It's to be like specifically angels and demons. Yeah. That little deck looks so nice at their apartment. I I know. Like it's, it's annoying watching this show because they are in Miami and it's like, they just wake up and they're on the beach every single day. And like, even when Dylan and Emery went to lunch, like all I wanted was to have like a taco and a margarita at that very moment. And I just can't do that all the time, but oh my God, I know. they're they're It looks just like so nice. Like, they're, I don't know. It's just very different lifestyle. <laughs> Barry's, like, Barry's like fully daydreaming right now about yeah. being in Miami. Like my in the eyes winter. are like looking up. Guys, I'm really terribly sunburned. I pretended I did live in Miami this week. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com slash MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com slash MIA. 
When talking about shapewear, Honey Love's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering just the perfect amount of compression. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I did like seeing the scene with Monica and her mom. I don't know Mm -hmm. if we've met her mom before last season, but we haven't seen her very much. And it was interesting to kind of get the flip side because we hear a lot about her parents being divorced. We obviously love seeing her dad on the show. Yeah. But it's interesting, like, Her parents have been divorced for a long time and to see sort of the level of non-communication and yeah like I don't know if anger is the right word but clearly they just like dislike each other so strongly and it's interesting because it's like my parents are divorced they got divorced when I was in college so it's been like you know several years now and like they're not hanging out with each other but like when I had you know college graduation and stuff like that it was never like oh I have to like fully separate them, you know? So like it sucks for people that are in positions like that because it is so difficult when you're thinking about, you know, when I get married, when I have kids, like, am I really going to have to think about this at all of these places? And it's hard because, you know, like Monica's mom is still in this place of like, you know, cracking jokes at her dad's expense or like talking about how, you know, like, yeah, that's how it's going to be. And Monica's like really at a point where she's like, I don't want this to be the case when I'm having, giving you grandkids and, you know, having a wedding and stuff. And it's like, it's, it's just so hard. And I yeah, hope they can kind point, of like, Yeah. She was out. saying how the baby, if and when is the, 
is the priority, not you guys yeah. fighting. And like, and she also did stick up for her dad and herself. And she said, don't make, don't talk bad about my dad. Like you guys have your issues, but don't do that in front of me. Like, cause, and that's also not fair, but her mom was, you know, she seems really nice too. And it is, yeah, we do see a lot more of her dad on the show. I feel like he's like an actual character. Like he loves like her dad is so funny being on television, but I, <laughs> we, I don't know. I just, I fucking love family karma. Like it's just so good. Yeah. Okay. So at the back of the Halloween party, we have to talk about Monica and Anish because <laughs> Anish's <sighs> one-liners fucking kill me. This did you- not go quite as smoothly as Vishal's apologies to Dylan, <laughs> Dylan and Sean. Let's just say, I feel like these two, it's like, it doesn't even matter what they're f- like we don't even really know what they're fighting about at this point do they that's what always happens do they know what they're fighting that's about? the thing is like i'm watching them and i'm like i just think you two are not just like don't really vibe with each other yeah. and i know obviously i know there's a level of like okay we're on the show together and we don't like each other so we need to try and like work through that but i i would i don't know that i need to see them like keep trying to kind of make things work. Like, I feel like this time versus at Brian's party, they really didn't speak this time. It's like, you know, they kind of, they kind of talked through stuff and they clearly are at a point where it's like, they know what they need to say to each other, but they still don't actually like each other. Uh, yeah, I, that's and that's it. We've seen this on the show. They just don't like each other, and that's okay. Like, and the, in their confessionals, they were both like, "We're not going to be braiding each other's hair and like having sleepovers." Like, they clearly were both on the same page about that. But when Monica was like, "I love your family," like your family's so sweet, your mom <laughs> Anisha was like. I come from that family. She's like, so I, I know. And she's like, yeah, that's how they raised me. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, they're just in like, two different phases of their lives. It is such an interesting dynamic, though, with the families because if this was a different show and the parents mm-hmm. weren't in the picture, and you know, like if this was Vanderpump Rules and they're like, and these were just two like, you know, women who work at Sir and they don't get along, it's like, okay, that's that. Like, we're just not going to be friends. You know, but because they have this family thing, it's like Monica's like, I love your mom. Like, I want to be good with your mom. But like, I had to stop talking to your mom because it was making you uncomfortable. And like, that is such an interesting dynamic that I feel like we wouldn't see on any other show. And so for that reason, I am curious if they are ever going to kind of like truly bury the hatchet because I feel like the family dynamic kind of gives them extra incentive to like work through their problems. Because the with family Vishal, karma, should we say? Like with Vishal and the Patel family, like that's an example of where like even if Vishal and Dylan don't particularly like each other, like this family relationship makes it so that they can't really fight in this way. Yeah. I I I think going forward, like they said, they're going to be cordial. We'll see because I feel like Anish, you know, has her little. She said she's very sarcastic, whatever. She goes, if you don't like that, I will not give that to you. But I find that it's going to be a little difficult for her not to like. Yeah, I don't know. Her calling her calling Monica a twat waffle in the confessional doesn't inspire confidence (laughs) with me. (laughs) I really wanted to say twat waffle. Can I say twat on TV? I don't know. Um, the producer okay. was like, I think, oh my God, quit. she's like, I think so. Like, she's, she's like, like that, going through the She's r- like, that's like- not even in the book, but I guess. <laughs> okay. It is now time for the grab the skinny pop moments of the day. Endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. And luckily every kernel of skinny pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that we can eat it by the handful or even the bag full. 
Barry Rosenfeld, give me a skinny pop moment. A grab the skinny pop moment, oh, if I'll, you will. I'll hit you with my grab the skinny pop moment. <laughs> like Erica a little Jean, flick of popcorn. <laughs> Miss Erica Jane and her essential oils. Ooh, that was. Oh, my. Oof, girl. She, she put it everywhere. Up. Oh, yeah. She put it everywhere. And on her clit, as she said, which that you are allowed to say on TV. And like she she just. I don't know. She's feeling herself literally all of a sudden. And she said she's giving herself 90 days. She wants a 90 day. I don't know. Uh, a 90 day uh, dick detox, I would say. Dick, dick detox. And then all of a sudden you go to Garcelle and Garcelle's like, how can I get my hands on that? <laughs> She's like, hello, Garcelle, give me some fucking essential oils. I I live for horny Garcelle. Like that is so fun to me. I love this energy. I am excited. I'll just do, I'll say my skinny pop moment. Yes. I was actually, I was going to do Erica's, you know, vag oil, but I'll, <laughs> I'll say my skinny pop moment is Garcelle with this, um, not even a matchmaker, I guess, like a relationship coach? expert, specialist yeah, coach know. person. And I, it was so nice to see Garcelle open up about how for so long she's felt like she needs to put her career first because it's like such a privilege to even yeah. be working and be getting these jobs and stuff. And, you know, I think Garcelle has been having a great season this year and I am hopefully excited to see her putting her personal life first a little bit and maybe enjoying herself a little more. And I just love Garcelle. Garcelle um, trying to get her dating coach. I don't know if she had a title. You're right. I don't know what we call her, but her dating coach, let's call her on Erica and Erica's look of disgust was something that I probably would do too. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's too soon. No, no, no. She couldn't even look at her. (laughs) I'm too Like the, the idea of a matchmaker, I'm like, what? how would they not like, where did they start? Like, Wait, how does it work? Although, side note, I did. I talked to Patty Sanger in DMs, and I jokingly <laughs> was like, "Find me a boyfriend." Like, obviously, we we're talking about something else, but I was like, "Find me a boyfriend." And she, dead serious, sent me the link to her like website, and she was, "Are you in our database? It's free." And I was like, "No, like I was kidding, but maybe." You're like, no, no, no. You're like Patty. <laughs> no, like I just want you to like. I want you to like find me a boyfriend. Like I don't yeah. want to like fill out a form. No, I can't fill out a form. Like no, that's oh too serious. God. Well, you know, while Erica's on her ninety day dick detox, maybe maybe you'll find man. Me, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are today's grab the skinny pop moments. You can grab Skinny Pop yourself at retailers nationwide, or go to the shop now page on skinnypop.com. <laughs> Bury any other closing thoughts yeah honestly we have a bunch of new um stuff on uh, our shop betches so go to shop.betches.com and check out our bravo merch we have i'm not even going to tell you what it is you have to go there and look at for yourself okay it is it's good stuff it's cute there's like a a nice assortment i would say a nice assortment there's you know some summer some summer must-haves yeah and also side note reach out to me dylan let me know what you want to see because as you guys know i also I'm in charge oh. of shop batches. So if there's something you want that we don't have, hit me up. Hit a girl up. Hit me up. If you're hit a girl up if you're like a wealthy single man or if you have an <laughs> idea for what you want on a mug. <laughs> yeah, are there any the chances of any wealthy single men listening to this podcast, I would hope are strong, but I don't know. I'm not sure. They might sure. not be straight if they're listening, but That's, yep. you know, 
You never know. Right. You you never know. But thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back on Monday with another episode. Don't forget to rate, review, follow wherever you listen. And, you know, just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.